Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Insight on novelty props before we get into lightning bets in 20 minutes. Yeah, your Gatorade color. Yeah, the length of the anthem, things like that, and just how much they're being bet. Coin toss, getting bet. A lot uh, as we've got six days until Super Bowl 58 live coast to coast on the BetQL network. This is BetQL daily presented by BetMGM alongside Joe and Aaron. I'm Chris and we've got you for the next few minutes uh, as we talk about something. Look, it's the biggest betting weekend of the year. Every single year. It's the Super Bowl. So naturally, news outlets are going to talk about sports betting. Two very interesting pieces this weekend that we'll touch on in just a couple of minutes that tried to shed some light on what's going on with sports betting, especially where it's been legalized, which is most of the country now. But uh, there were NBA storylines over the weekend that I think we should touch on, if only briefly, guys. And that's, we see news about Joel Embiid. Uh, He will have a procedure done on his knee. We're not sure how long he's going to be out, but it sounds like an extended period of time. We've got LeBron. <laughs> I don't think it's a big deal. Oh, I think boy. he probably just got handed a towel, and who cares what kind of towel he wins in his, wears in his post-game uh, press conference on the court or his post-game uh, availability on the court in a Knicks yeah. towel at the Garden. And the, 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 the biggest takeaway of the weekend for me was the Bucks go into a fourth quarter in Utah with a 12-point lead and end up getting outscored in the fourth quarter by the Jazz 40-13. to Guess what? The new Milwaukee Bucks under Doc Rivers are the same as the old Milwaukee Bucks. Maybe the coach doesn't matter, Joe. Maybe the Bucks is just the Bucks. Yeah. Towelgate. That was the lead Towelgate. to me over the weekend. <laughs> you laugh at it. I'm not saying it's too much, but also... I will say LeBron knew what he was doing. He did. Because not only did he take the towel, but while on camera conducting an interview, draped over, showing the logo. Yeah. He knew what he was doing. (laughs) He did. A guy like LeBron, he's known every, uh, he's thought about every move that he makes, every word that is spoken since he's been a child, basically. I mean, when he was in high school, his games were on ESPN. So, I mean, he's grown up. In front of our eyes like he doesn't make mistakes like that he doesn't so there was some intent behind that he's not getting traded nba no. stupid for having the trade deadline I, like just a few days before the super bowl the biggest super bowl media day of the week on that thursday i mean it's like how much unless it's something monster i don't know how much coverage it's going to get on that day but um yeah that was interesting lebron's not going anywhere though like we all agree on that right this week he's no. not getting dealt 
No, he's going nowhere. I do think it's weird and calculated that he also tweeted a emoji of an hourglass after a loss to the Hawks. And then like the Lakers PR had to cut him off because he was about to go off about something. And I don't think it was good to reporters. Uh, So I'm not sure what he's doing, but I do think it is calculated and I'm not sure what he's up to. Cause there's now like a few things and it's like, what are you doing? I wouldn't be surprised I mean, if he gets traded. I, I'm definitely not in the camp that like this is happening, but it wouldn't surprise me. Does he want it's it? It's just too weird that all these things are happening. That's what I'm starting to think. Yeah. Like, he wants well, and, it. And the, the way this could play out is if you're LeBron and you're seeking to save face because you are always worried about like Q score or whatever, uh, or just your image, right? You come out with the, have your agent come out with the statement on what was it? Was it Thursday afternoon or Friday morning? Yeah, I'm not being traded. Uh, no, LeBron's not going anywhere. What are you talking about? We're committed to staying in LA and winning a championship. But then you behind the scenes angle for some sort of move and make it look like it was the team's decision, right? The, the public perception is well, LeBron said he wanted to stay in LA, he didn't want to be traded. Meanwhile, he's doing all the things that ask to be traded. Um, not playing in Boston, the Knicks towel on the face, on the court. You know, that's, that's to your point, Joe, about him being very calculated about all of these things, I could see that being the chess move here rather than the checkers move that some people, including myself, may look at the towel as. Like, oh, come on, you're going to wear the towel. Okay, yeah, you're upset at the Lakers. Well, no, it's I'm going to paint the Lakers into a corner where they do what I want them to do, but I make it look like it was their decision anyway. As long as he's going to play, I, I nobody think he's not going to get to Jordan six, right? Like at this point, no. he's got four, so it's going to be difficult. If he does, he'll probably be Finals MVP for all of them. But I just don't see it. Um, it's going to be forty. He, I mean, the I only know. move left is strong arming some poor franchise into drafting your kid and playing a year with him. But like, yeah. who's lining up to draft Bronny right now? Right. Just to have that storyline. Cleveland. You could Yeah, could they're you on the same Cleveland team. They it? try to win a I mean, Yeah, but if I'm the Cavs, are you are you short circuiting the organization for not only the year or two that that system would be in place, but for the foreseeable future as well? I, I wouldn't. Yeah. I yeah. No, I mean and they're they're arguably the hottest team in basketball right now. Right. They have upside. Like they're they're not just oh, it we're LeBron's hometown. No, they're trying to actually win something this year. You could find right. someone that would be willing to do that, but you want to go to a smaller, almost irrelevant market to do that. I don't know that that's on the on the top of the list. Maybe yeah, he can act like yeah. Is what, what's it do for retiring. LeBron? What's it do yeah. for LeBron and Bronny to play a year in like Atlanta, for example? Yeah. Like I mean, I Griffey Junior, Griffey Senior, right? Like that would. Right, similar, I guess, but I don't think that would excite anybody. That would just be good, be nice for them. Uh, we will keep have to keep an eye out on the Embiid stuff and just how long they think he'll be out, um, because that's worth keeping an eye on. As to you know, I can't imagine there's any reason to risk him in any regular season action down the stretch. Maybe you get him a few games in right at the end of the regular season, maybe knock some rust off, but who knows? It may be a longer term injury than that once they get in there and take a look at it. Uh, again, lightning bets in just a couple of minutes to wrap up here on BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. But I mentioned it's the biggest gambling weekend, biggest gambling event of the year. 
It's the Super Bowl. And both outside the lines on Sports Center on ESPN and 60 Minutes did pieces about the sports gambling industry this past weekend. Uh, the 60 Minutes one was much longer and more comprehensive, mm-hmm. but it did make a point about reminding all of us that, hey, the sports books, they've got the intelligence, they've got the algorithms, they've got the machines. And don't think that you're going to outsmart the machines for very long. You know, we all have good, we all have hot streaks, Joe, right? We all do really well. We all have uh, advantages that we find from time to time, but no single one person is going to take down Vegas. It's the reason they have all those big shiny hotels out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I didn't even watch the outside the lines piece that was running within sports center throughout the weekend. I saw it pop on a bunch of times, but I didn't really waste my time with it because listen, we know what the ESPN executives are doing right now. I guarantee you they saw that piece before it aired. Okay. And number one to them is protect ESPN bet. Don't put this in question. It is constantly on your televisions. If you're watching any form of that network. So they're not going to do anything crazy. It's not old school outside the lines with Bob Lee where where something is going to be uncovered that's going to shock us all. Like, no, that's not what's happening there. Um, On the 60 minutes piece, I do respect CBS from the standpoint of they're making a lot of money from sports books and they didn't pull any punches, right? Like you've got to consider that they're taking money from a number of sports books that we see on display every single weekend. And the big message that uh, you alluded to, Chris, that I felt that was sent in the piece was betters have no chance. There's more reality to that than not. Um, But I found that was interesting. Now, what they focused on were the most extreme versions of all of it. It was young gamblers that get into a lot of trouble. Uh, gamblers that put their entire paychecks into sports books. I guess that occurs. I don't know of anyone that they, they're down that bad. Like their entire paycheck is immediately going into that. But Aaron, that was a big message that I, I, I saw. And they kept bringing up AI, just another, another way of saying the algorithms, because that's what we've always said for years, the algorithms. And, and now they call it AI with any with everything, but like, yeah, the message was sent. Like, you don't really have much of a chance. But I think I I think it's fair. I don't think it was a bad thing. I didn't t- think like they were trying to take down the sports betting industry. I think it's a good reminder that this should be used as entertainment, not uh, a, a way to quit your job eventually. Because there are very few people in the world that are able to do that. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. 
And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I think that and also just a good reminder of this can be addictive. Like we are approaching the biggest, you know, gambling event. Like be careful, you know, because I do know um, people who bet thousands and are very irresponsible with gambling and it's sad my best friend's husband showed me one of his accounts and he was down thirty thousand. and told me not to tell his wife and i'm like dude what is going on like i don't think the people we have on our show bet like that but it was crazy to me to see that and know that like people are out there they're going to bars they're just like yolo putting thousands on games and they don't know what they're doing you know and it's scary. I, I, you know, I, and it's, especially if you have an addictive personality, you know, I think it is something you need to be aware of to be careful. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's, it's also, it, lots of things in life, unfortunately, are addictive, not just betting, right? Like Mm -hmm. cigarettes, addictive, Mm -hmm. booze, addictive, recreational drugs, addictive. Um, these things that we have attached to our hands 24 seven, right? Our phones, addictive right and, and now you're you, you you could make the argument i guess and i saw some of the psychologists that they had in the 60 minutes piece make the argument hey not only is your phone addictive but now you're putting gambling sports betting in that phone you know you're doubling down on the addictiveness right um just keep in mind and, and you know this is a part of all the disclaimers for a reason um and, but this is kind of a more serious reminder like yeah if, if you're having an issue understand that it's built to make you want to do it right like sports betting is fun yes for those that understand their limits and understand the responsibility that's attached to it the same way if i go out on a saturday night and have a couple of beers there's responsibility attached to the fact that i'm not going to try to drive home so understand a your limits and b the responsibility that comes with being the adult who's partaking in this activity and understand just how addictive it can be Um, and so I think that is the big, the big takeaway for me was, Hey, they want to make sure, and this is something the government hasn't really, you know, the government invests in anti-tobacco messaging and anti-drunk driving messaging, um, and anti-drug messaging. And they haven't really invested at all in know your limits messaging. The industry itself has tried to create that messaging. And the government hasn't mandated it yet. And I think that's probably where things go after these pieces like 60 Minutes uh, last night is, hey, maybe there's got to be some government regulation, or at least some people want government regulation on how that piece is handled. Or even just like unit shaming. Like, I don't know if you guys have been around people's like, oh, you're only putting that on it. Like, you know, and it's kind of like. Well, one of us isn't down 30,000, you know what right. I mean? Like well, th- there's yeah. gotta be like, I, I, I see unit shaming and it's kind of like, all right, so you, you're chasing now. It just can get spiral out of control quickly, you know? There's, yeah, there's a lot to address there. Um, also as humans, we love to brag about our wins. We don't like to talk about our losses. Like there's that, like, there may be people, oh, I know this guy. He just hit on this and he hit on that. Did he tell you about the losses? No, he's not talking about those losses, right? Like if you start tailing everything, you're going to start to see where the losses are if they're going to share everything. Uh, there's there's that element. The 
the addiction element, that's what I found actually most interesting, even though we, we know it all exists. The, that, and something to think about when you see these massive bets come in. Because for most of us, the sports books that are available, if you're winning, they cut you off or you are limited to like $5 bets or whatever. Um, and if you see a sports book promote, like, yeah, we just took $250,000 from this better on this side. You know what? There's a reason they took a quarter of a million from that person. Because whether they win or lose, they don't care because they're going to give it back to them because they've targeted them as an addictive losing better. That's why they took the wager. And now they're going to use this promotion to their advantage. Like there's a lot of games being played. And they talked in the piece also about how just promoting certain things. Okay. We're going to get, we're going to fool people on this is basically what they were saying. Like we're going to get people to bet Mm. this if we promote this or that. Also notable DraftKings was supposed to be part of the interview. They canceled. They decided to back out and not talk to 60 minutes because they probably knew what this was about. Yeah, it's uh, it was if you haven't watched it yet, we recommend going back and watching it, especially the 60 minutes. You can find it on Paramount Plus or on YouTube uh, if you want. Coming up next, though, what do we got for tonight? And do we have anything else to add to the cards we've already started to build for Super Bowl 58? Lightning bets on the way. Live coast to coast on the BetQL network alongside Joe Ostrowski and Aaron Hawksworth. I'm Chris Mack. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM.